We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. feel like it's setting up where it's just like the quarterback of the best teams and win the MVP, and I want to go, there's just no way he's more valuable to his team than Mahomes, Burrow, or Allen. Like, no way. Those teams are they're not the same teams if they don't have them at quarterback, where I'd go, if you put Gardner Minshew in the Eagles, they'd still be really damn good. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And that's where, you know, I don't, I don't totally disagree with, you know, some of Micah Parsons' thoughts there. Uh, that was Chris Sims a couple weeks ago. Uh, I guess this was when, uh, was, this, was this before Jalen was hurt? Or I don't. This was the week, this is when uh, Michael Parsons said what he said. After, it was after the Bears game. Right? He, was, he yeah. was agreeing with, with, Micah, yeah. with Micah Parsons there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'd still be damn good with Gardner Minshew as the, as the starter. Now they've gone 0-2 since Gardner Minshew has had the play. Um, and we know Chris Sims, and it's not just about those comments. It's that he has been very negative on Jalen, which, by the way, there's a lot of people that question whether Jalen Hurts was, uh, was a quality starting quarterback in the NFL. Not on this show. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely <laughs> definitely on this show. Uh, but, like, it, it, it's okay if that's the way you felt. And even if you still feel a certain way that you don't think Jalen Hurts is as good as people are or think that he is, right? But, like, when you say things, um, then you have to answer for when you say something like that, and then they lose the two games. And Chris Sims, this is yesterday. Now, Chris Sims, because so SportsCenter on their Instagram put those comments out that he said, mm-hmm. right? So here's Chris Sims answering that. Jalen Hurts makes them better. I know that. And, like, f- you, SportsCenter Instagram, for, like, putting it out again for, like, the third time in three weeks. Like, f- off. Like, really, f- <laughs> off ESPN SportsCenter. Like, seriously. They didn't put it out that 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 in my quote last week after the, the Cowboys game, but they're going to wait to the game yesterday. That's why I hate social media. F- you, ESPN SportsCenter, one more time on the way out. You wait till it's relevant. You can slam someone. You just, you just. I just don't. I just, let's. The right opportunity. Don't, do they have? Do they not make content in there anymore? I mean, damn! Stop jocking me, ESPN. Holy wow! Crap. In the whole context, I, I feel like people think Give me a you went out your check. Like this was in the MVP debate right. context. Like who is most Invite valuable? Invite me to the on team? Sports Center and let's have a <laughs> conversation. If you want to really get into this Sports <laughs> wow. Center, invite me on ESPN. You scared little babies. There you wow. go. They're scared. They don't want any piece of me. And babies. Yeah, yeah. That's a low blow. Well, Chris Sims works for NBC, so. Maybe that's one of the reasons why they're not inviting him on. But to act like that he hasn't gone out of his way by ranking Jalen Hurts as the 30-something whatever quarterback in the league, putting Kelvin Mund, who's not even in the league, I don't think, anymore ahead of him, he has gone out of his way to take shots at Jalen Hurts when given the opportunity. And even when he had to give him credit this year because Jalen Hurts was playing well, the second that he can come out and kind of try to take away to what Jalen Hurts and what he's done this year um, – so he, he's having a, a temper tantrum. He's acting like a child on whatever that what, – what, what, what was that, a podcast there, Jack, or what was, what yeah, was that? A, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it, he does it a week after the day after the games. All right. Well, yeah, like, like I, I mean, I, to, to be criticizing SportsCenter, they're, they're using the same tactics that you do to try to draw attention. They need things to talk about. You need things to talk about. Like, F Ewing SportsCenter because they're putting stuff on social media. Like, come on, Chris, give me a break. You know what you're doing. You know what you said. You're acting like a baby now. So just whatever, whatever.
right? Like you, 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 you didn't want to say like you said like I, I know they, they're better with Jalen Hurts. Well, no, like you really don't say that. You're you're downplaying how much of an impact he has on the team by saying they will still be a damn good team with with Gardner Minshew. So, whatever. well, but he is right that they didn't post it after the Cowboys game. Um. Well, I mean, because they it didn't fit their narrative. Right. Sure. Well, that's the point he's making, though. But the the point I'm making is that he has said what he said, and he has gone out of his way to to have what he oh, says no, about. I agree. I'm just saying he's being critical of ESPN for when Gardner Minshew put up numbers and the offense scored. They didn't they didn't retweet what he said. Sure. So they waited until he played a bad game against the Saints to do that, so that's why he's going after ESPN. I'm not agreeing with Chris Sims about his assessment of Jalen Hurts. This isn't about that. This is him coming at ESPN. Right. For conveniently bringing up something old when it fits ESPN's narrative versus you didn't do it the week before when he played against Dallas and he put up numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Chris I mean, that's his beef is against ESPN right there. He's not ripping Jalen Hurts right there. No, he. I. I mean, I would just think that like you have you had your take about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You thought what you yeah, thought about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, some people agree with. Yeah, some people agree with. I mean, I didn't go. I didn't go to the level of him, but I. Well, no, not the whole Kellen Mond thing, right. but the idea that other quarterbacks being he was not alone in his assessment of, course, of Jalen Hurts, yes. and I still feel like that. Well, I, I feel like that he doesn't believe that that he does believe in what he said, which was it's a talented roster. That's why you're seeing the success of the Eagles more than Jalen Hurts being a special quarterback. Yes. Because he had come out and said that there's no way, he said it in that cut, there's no way that he's as important to his team as Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. It was an MVP conversation that was coming off the, the, the comments by uh, the week before Cowboys week. Where they go. Jack, uh, mm-hmm. Chris Sims, is he ready to come on the show? Because we've requested him many times. Nah, and he's, nah, nah. Yeah, he's not ready for that. Yeah, he said he he doesn't want to have a conversation. What would come on here and do though? Well, he's I think it turned into like the P- Peter Maple Shade where he cross examine. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it goes a similar route. Hold on, but I'm saying though, John, you in part agree with with Chris Sims. Um, I I think a lot of people in part agreed with the question of we know that he's a quarterback in the NFL and he's a starting level quarterback in the NFL, but can be can he be a good enough quarterback in the NFL? Chris Sims was never Chris Sims was always the. All I'm saying is you you had your own questions about Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And then it, so it's not like you feel like he's a slam dunk this and that and the other either. No, but I I, I also think that when you are as negative. And as, right. as outspoken about Jalen Hurts, now now you get a chance to answer. What do you think now? Yeah, right. And I think that's the only reason why. Like I we I didn't want to bring him on to yell and scream at him. I wanted him to bring him on to say, Hey, what do you think now? And he never. We requested him through proper channels. Sure. We went through a couple of different ways. He's not going to give us what we want. No. He know he knows that we want to pound the flesh. Ultimately, a lot of people want to pound a flesh. That's what it's all about. He's not going to call up here and just let us berate him. Well, no, but but like we we I mean, I wasn't looking to berate him again. I was just looking to hear what he had to say. Like, all right, like we all thought we thought about Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. Now we've had however many weeks in this season or whatever. What do you think now? And I mean, we didn't we didn't request him after the after the comments about he's not the MVP or anything like that. We've requested him long before that or even last year. I mean, he's an NFL analyst. He's NBC. 
Um, he's on the he's on Sunday Night Football, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, it was just more or less like, hey, you're ne- you don't think Jalen Hurts is all that good? Let's let's find out why. Do you think things have changed or whatever? And he's not interested in that. No, no, I I I honestly like Chris Sims does nothing for me. I, I think we get sensitive because it's somebody nationally talking about one of, one our, of our local guys. guys. Yeah. But when I clearly sat here all offseason and there are plenty of people that had the same question marks about the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm not talking about just you. I'm talking about plenty of people, including myself at times. Like, so it's, 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 it's because he's a national guy and he has question marks about Jalen or like everybody's not going to be a Jalen Hurts super fan. It, but to me, and I don't know how you felt about it, Jack, but to me it, it felt, I don't know if I want to say personal, but it almost seemed like he was picking on Jalen Hurts with the, like, he had to be over the top and put him in well, the how's 30s. That any, how's that any different than some people feel about Kirk Cousins, some people feel about Carson Wentz, some people feel, like, it just depends on where you are. Everybody has their whooping boy they want to whoop on. And, and they're going to always bring that guy up. Used to be Geno Smith all the time, right? Like, like people will bring up a bad quarterback. And he made the mistake of saying Jalen Hurts trying to be the first one out there, and now Jalen's making him eat his words. But in reality, it's just another talking head yeah. that has an opinion. Right, agreed. That, that's all he really well, but, is. But he, he, and he's not big enough to me. Right. Chris Sims. Like, like what is Chris Sims? No, well, you're, you're right about that because when, when Skip's wrong or, or whenever the, the bigger names are wrong, like they know how to handle it and then mm-hmm. pivot onto the next thing to where he's just throwing a temper tantrum because of it. And now he's feeling a lot of heat. And SportsCenter Instagram put it out there. Well, but. I got no love for ESPN. That's why I don't give a damn about him ripping ESPN. They never damn do me any favors. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like, like ESPN's not doing anything for Marks and Reese show. No. No, they're certainly not. Jack, Jack, are you angry at Chris Sims? Do you, do you want to pound the flesh with him? Or no? I just think I just thought it was a, a bit of a baby response. Like, just stick, it, just stick. No, by it him. was a baby response. Just stick. Like, it's okay to be wrong. I mean, listen, I I said there's no way Jalen can make the Josh Allen leap. You know? I'm yeah, yeah, I might have said that once or twice. But, you know, bleep you. You know, whatever. We start bleeping. We start, we start cursing all over the radio. But I don't know. They, they, they just own up to it. It's okay. Yeah, honestly, you, you got good pub out of it. Like, honestly, that's the thing that I don't get. Like, you're winning right now, buddy. Everyone I, knows I, your name. I, I got to be honest with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't calculated. To yeah. where now we're talking about him again well, and it's out there. Like, what other benefit is it? Uh, other than he wants to go on ESPN and raise his profile. Well, that's pretty clear. All right, well, there you go. Uh, some phone calls here. 215-592-9494. Rasheem hey, in North Philly. Like his dad, man. His dad was a, was a whiner. Was he a whiner? Yeah, of course it was. All you gotta do is listen to some of those NFL films and hear Bill Parcells telling him to shut up. <laughs> Everything ain't Like, Phil Sims was a whiner. Rasheem, how are you, buddy? Happy New Year. Hey, hey, how you guys doing? Happy New Year. All right. What's up, Ra? Happy New Year. What's up? What's up, Ike? You said it. You explained everything uh, 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 perfectly earlier as far as, you know, looking at every avenue of, of what everybody's dealing with. To me, I love football because because of violent nature and they be able to, you know, you know, to play the game that I love. But last night was something that I had never seen before, something that my dad had never seen before. When a man stood up and he dropped down to the floor, like like everything about me stopped. Like like I didn't you know, now before, you know, I was always the type of person that I, I want my kids to play football. But yesterday was the first time I paused about it and we was really sitting here thinking like like yeah. is that really something that 
I really want to have my kids mm. go through. Yep. And, and, and and for me, because I love the game so much, I, I I never was able to play it like 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 I had a super high level. I played in high school and college, but 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 to see that happen, like it, 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 it's, it's scary to me because it can happen in high school, little league, mm-hmm. and, 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 and every avenue of football. It's not even just the NFL. So 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 it, so it takes back for me because I'm like. Like, like, I don't even know if there's something that I could continuously, like, like, like tell my kids, like, yeah, you know, this is something I can see y'all doing in the future ever since that happened yesterday. But I've never seen that happen where an ambulance is being backed up on the football field. And, 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 well, and, CPR and, on the field, I don't ever remember yeah. seeing. Yeah. Yeah, ever. Ever. And, 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 let, alone, let alone hearing it come out of somebody's mouth. Yeah. When, when explaining why somebody's unresponsive, man, it, 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 it's crazy. It's sad. I hope that young man will be able to continue his football career. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I, I hope he's all right. Uh, for first and foremost, but yeah. I also hope he's able to continue his career just because he's a second year in the league and, and it just started for him. It's just starting, yeah. For that to be taken, yeah, for that to be taken away from him, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's devastating. You, 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 wow. I thank God that his family and everybody that was there to, to be able to give him that comfort that, that he that he might need. Um, 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 and, and I do want to give a big shout out to NFL having those type of first responders and those type of people on the sideline Save to be life. able to get on the field as fast as they was able to do. Um, um, yeah. um, and then I'm moving forward against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit in the middle because you know I was the same guy who said that we could beat. It's a possibility we could beat them. A, a Garamentu against the Cowboys, and, and, and then we I lost. Said that too. Yep, I said that too. Yep, me too. And we lost against them. <laughs> yep. I'm not gonna keep saying it. Uh, 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 <laughs> so I need to see Jalen Hurts play. Yes, we all know that he might be injured, but 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 in the back of my mind, I don't want to be the fifth seed, and then we're we're out the first round in the playoffs, and then Monday morning we're gonna talk about damn should Jalen Hurts have played? Is he healthy enough? Because I heard when Josh Allen. You know, experienced that, that elbow yeah. know, the situation. He, he was back the next week, and me and Ike was like, "Yeah, if Josh Allen could play uh, next week, we'll <laughs> right?" That, that, that we say that it's that bad. Then Jalen Hurts should be able to play. I don't know what's going on. I, I just think that they probably just assume that you know this is a good team and we were able to beat them. But but, but this is why you play the game. I regime. I I, I appreciate it. I thought that they were not being overly cautious, but they thought we can beat the Saints with Gardner Minshew, and that mm-hmm. way we have a hundred percent Jalen Hurts and he can rest. It, it doesn't seem like to me, at least now, that he was that he was going to play on Sunday. He wasn't healthy right. enough to play on Sunday. Doesn't doesn't seem that way. It, just, it doesn't. Because if he was if he was close to going on Sunday, then there should be no doubt that he should be able to go next Sunday. And their attitude right now between everybody that's spoken is, I think they're unsure that he can go. Yeah, I wonder what that is, man. The injury was worse than they let on, well, and wonder, they still don't know. Well, I'm wondering, was there any – because they did an MRI, and they said it was no structural damage, I think, right? Correct. They, initially, they did an MRI initially. So, you want to see if it's healing Is it probably? healing, yeah. Well, and he should be able to tell you from a pain tolerance right. standpoint, like if it's uncomfortable or not. So from knowing, I just feel it just seems like it, it almost seems like it's it's worse than what we think it is. But then you're like, okay, well, how bad could it be if there's no like no tear in it? There's it's no not a break. Yeah, exactly. Right. right, it's a sprain. So if he's can out there, he he was out there throwing the ball. And I believe Nick Sirianni when he says that the velocity was there because, like, he told us. What yeah, he like, said. like he told us. So maybe I, I, I don't know. I, I think that because of where it is in the shoulder, I think when you hear shoulder, you think like, a, like the rotator cuff or like from a pitcher standpoint. 
but it was almost the collarbone, right? Like that's what initially they thought it could have been a collarbone break. So it's the front of the shoulder. So could it be they're worried about if he takes a shot there, then it's broken, or that's when you have real major a real major injury. And do they want to see? Because if it was a matter of just getting him cleared from an like an MRI, a doctor, and then say, all right, he's cleared to play, maybe that's all they're waiting for. Mm. I, I don't. I don't know, but just kind of reading between the lines, it, they seem like they're unsure he's able to play this week. Yeah. Um, as as far as the as far as the week though in the NFL, there was a lot of thought that maybe they were going to push back the regular season by a week. That is not the case. So today, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell uh, informed clubs that the Bills Bengals game will not be resumed this week, and they've made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date and they have not made any changes to the week to the week 18 regular season schedule. So this week the, the games will go on as scheduled, but they also have made made no decision about possibly resuming the Bills and Bengals game because that has implications for the number 1 overall seed. Well, here's what's not moving is is the Super Bowl. <clears throat> so and what they did was they put the bye week between the Super Bowl because logistically it's just better for the NFL to have time to get everything situated before the, the, the NFL fans arrive at the host city. Now, imagine trying to do that without a week's preparation. Right. So, so they could do that? They don't I, want to. I don't think they I, – yeah, I guess they could. I'm trying to figure out where else would you get an extra week at. It, the, it, would, it, has to be, it would have to be the bye week of the Super Bowl. You'd have to watch the bye week. Yeah. Yeah. So you would have to push the conference championships games back a week, right? I'm assuming they would have to give the Bengals and the and the Bills a weekend to themselves. You can't, yes, because you can't have them play. Like, logistically, you can't make it happen. If they play on Sunday, they can't. Pl- I mean, even if they play on Thursday, they can't play that following Sunday. No. So if the Bills would have won out their last two games, they would have been the number one seed. Yes. Even if the Chiefs win their final game, because they played head-to-head, they would finish with the same record. The Bills won the head-to-head. They would be number one seed. Yes. So if they don't allow them to play the game against the Bengals, then then what do you do? Yes, the Bills are actually being shortchanged here. And, I mean, between those three teams, it's a big home deal. field advantages, I mean, it's big for everybody. But those three teams, you either can go to Buffalo, Cincinnati, or Kansas City for the championship game, not to mention you get the extra week off if you're the number one seed. It's a big deal. Definitely I mean, look, is. look what we're talking about with yeah. the number one seed for Yeah, us. It's, it's definitely a big deal. So what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Listen, they don't pay me $44 million a year to figure it out. They, they pay Roger Goodell $44 million a year to figure it out. Got that right. <laughs> so, Jack, what do you do? I, I don't know what the hell he's going to do. I could, outside of moving it back a week, and then think about it. Well, we, you could play in a short week, but again, that's a – with, this is happening because a player got injured. Right. So now you're talking about putting safety in 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 play here if you get these guys to play two games on a short week. So let's say they play on a Thursday night, and then they say, okay, we'll give you until Monday for that next game, right? So let's say the Bills and the Bengals play on Thursday night, and then if the Bills lose, or what, then they, their next game would be on a Monday. So right? They, the playoff game? or yeah. So, like, because the thing about I know what you're saying. Yeah. When's the earliest they could play if they play on Sunday? If they play this Sunday? If they play this Sunday, when's the earliest they could play? Thursday. Right. And then what's the earliest you can play after that? Right. Four days later? Like, that's not. 
Yeah, that's you, really you, you can't ask these guys to play no. three games in the span of nine days. And if I'm the if I'm the NFL Players Association, I'm saying absolutely not. No. Well, that's but the I whole. Don't know, I don't know what else. Well, here's, here's the problem: the Bills want home field advantage, right? <laughs> so, like, if you want the home field advantage, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how you get around this. I I, I don't know what this other than do, playing man. the game and pushing the schedule back. Right. So if you had the first round bye, if you're the Eagles and you get the first round bye, then you're not playing for two weeks. So you actually get two weeks of buys. Well, unless they, gets and, unless they don't do the NFC. Because uh, this doesn't have anything to do with the, the that's, NFC. That's interesting. I mean, it may affect it affect the AFC and what they do. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. Yeah, it doesn't affect the NFC. Mm. Mm. Interesting point. All right. Well, that's what they're up there thinking about. That's what they're thinking about right now. Let's get Jeff and Wilmington in here. Jeff, how are you, buddy? What's up? Hey, guys. Happy New Year. You too, Jeff. What's Jeffrey? up, Jeff? Happy New Year, brother. Hey, thanks for putting Herb on. That guy lightened things up quite a bit. He always does. I don't even know if he intentionally does that or not. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And that's, <laughs> that's fine. I, 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 I really appreciate that because, you know, this past uh, 18 hours or so has been kind of crappy. Um, Mike, you were mentioning about your mom and how you were gathering a family around and giving, uh, you know, giving updates and stuff. We went through that with mm-hmm. my dad back in 2000. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> unfortunately, he had a underlying heart condition that uh, gave him a sudden heart attack and he died. Mm. And that's when that when I saw it while I was listening to the game last night. When I heard that, that was one of the things that went through my head that that could have been something like that. And we don't know. We probably won't know for a few days. But you know that that feeling of you know not knowing what's going on and when i heard the guys on westwood one talking about a defibrillator i'm like whoa 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 yep that's yeah that was kind of brings things back into perspective and you know i was all prepared to you know be angry about the eagles loss because i thought they played like crap but that really isn't a big deal right now mm-hmm. so you know hopefully uh things will work out i really hope that kid makes it not specifically for football because he seems like a good kid. He's got a big uh, fun going on for toys that he started back when he was a senior in college. Mm-hmm. And the world needs more people like him. So. Oh, thank you, Jeff, it, Jeff. Those kind words. Thank I you, brother. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Um, and the latest that, that we have, the Bills uh, issued a statement shortly before we went on the air at 2 o'clock. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition in the hospital uh, in Cincinnati. And, um, and that's it. He's in intensive care. He remains there today. And uh, we'll, we will obviously give you updates as uh, as we find them. 215-592-9494. It is Marks and Reese, 215-592-9494. Back to your phone calls. <laughs> but don't miss what Mike Tomlin had to say <clears throat> this morning. You'll hear that. Sure, that was profound. Like, I, no, I, I, when Mike Tomlin gets in that mode, it, it's it's good. Man, he's lo- he gets, yeah, he gets yeah, locked yeah. in. Yeah, when he gets in that mode, he, he knows he's speaking from the heart. Yeah. All right. Um Jack and let's go let's go right to break here without the without the read. Two one five five nine two selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 94.94. It's Marks and Reese on 94 WP. All right, Marks and Reese, we are back. Twitter questions today brought to you by Marks Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, there's really only one place to go. Marks Jewelers in Montgomeryville. A best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Online, marks-jewelers.com. So Mike Tomlin, you know, they they canceled, I guess it wasn't with the coaches, but they, right, was this on the radio, Jack, or was this, um, was this a press conference? This is a press conference. Because they canceled availability with players today. So I guess some of the coaches still spoke, but they canceled player availability today uh, with the media based on what happened last night. The Eagles. No, the NFL. Oh, the NFL. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So, well, so I know the Eagles canceled their coordinator speaking today. Yeah. Yeah, they did. No, Mike Tomlin spoke and, um, and uh, DeMar Hamlin is from Western Pennsylvania, so like mm-hmm. suburbs of, of Pittsburgh. And uh, Mike Tomlin's known him since and coached him when he was uh, 12 years old. So here's Mike Tomlin talking about it. I'll say this about uh, DeMar Hamlin. Um, man, it's a really personal thing for me, uh, being a Pittsburgher. And, and that young man, being a Pittsburgher, I've known that guy probably since he was about 12. Um, just got a lot of respect and love for him as a human being, um, his commitment to the pursuit of his uh, goals and dreams of doing what it is he's doing right now, which is playing in the NFL. And to watch him make personal decisions and, and, and make that a realization, um, it's just an honor to get to know young people like that. I um, had an opportunity to express that to him whenever I see him. We've played Buffalo um, each of the last two seasons, and he and I get to have a moment um, because it's just cool to 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 – not only appreciate these guys in terms of where they are now, but to, to know them since they were younger people and to, to watch their maturation, their development, to watch them, um, you know, earn what they've been chasing. Um, it's just really a, a cool thing. And he's an example of that. I got a lot of love for that young man. We lifted he, him and that organization up in prayer, um, reached out to Sean McDermott to lend whatever assistance I could, um, but um, I don't have a lot to add other than that. Um, I just respect the fact that you guys appreciate how personal it is for, for me, not only for me, but just for all of us um, as people that, that thrive in this space. Um, 
that's not obviously something that you ever want to see. You can hear the, the voice uh, cracking there at the end a little bit. Yeah, and Tomlin's been a uh, pillar in that community since I believe it was 07 Man, uh, when they got up, when he got hired out there in Pittsburgh. So um, that is a family-oriented area um, where a lot of those guys take pride in being from that area. And so it wouldn't surprise me if there were camps and things of that nature uh, that those kids attended those types of camps. And that's where Tomlin probably gets first introduced to a lot of these young kids. And he said 12 years. Um, Hamlin's only 24. So he was 12 at that time. Half his life. Yes, half his life. So, you know, football is a in, – in the world of sports, not just football, just athletics in general, it can be a small world, especially when you're, you're a kid that, you know, whose parents, they put you in a lot of different camps, you travel, you do a lot of different things, you, you, you meet people, you meet coaches, you come across people, you go to different seven-on-seven camps and all this other stuff that you wind up, it winds up coming back full circle when you either get college age or you get old enough to where you're coming out of college and you're draft eligible. And you're like, man, I remember that kid when he was when he was 15 years old. Yeah. Before he was in drug. high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm definitely not surprised at that, especially as long as Tomlin has been coaching out there in that area. Right. And he went to Pitt, so he watched him play collegiately. He knew him before he went to, yep. to college, and now he watched him get drafted. They played the Bills a couple times. Yep. Man. Um, but like you had said earlier, the the fraternity of NFL players and coaches and the NFL community and the fans, it really is a beautiful thing how, how everybody right now is kind of huddled and reacting. And last night was was an emotional night watching uh, watching that game and watching everything, how it transpired. Uh, right down to, I mean, the broadcast. The, the the broadcast after it happened and they sent it back and you saw uh, Booger McFarland and Schefter and Susie Culver and then back out to – they did a great. I mean, everybody did a good job under the circumstances. So mm-hmm. now we just kind of wait and we pray and we hope that uh, that that Demar Hamlin is uh, wakes up and everything's good. Uh, Rios in North Philadelphia checks in. Rios, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Rios, what's going on, hard charges? What's up, hard charger? What's up, Rios? Hey, look, let me uh, <clears throat> let me just say this real quick, man. Um, I've been through multiple things in my life, especially being in the military. Um, and, uh, you know, let me just put, I don't want to speak too much on that, but let me just put this point out. Like when you, when them players was watching their friend, you know, you have that time to watch your friend and your friend is going through things. That's a thing that I, I understand, especially in this situation when I have time to sit there, watch and wonder, and you see Diggs, he took an Uber because it's like, I can't function, man. I can't function. I need to go um, I need to go see what's up with my friend. I need to know. I need to know because I can't function. Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's things in life that, you know, you got, you got the fandom. You got the real life. Uh, like with me being a soldier and then being a father. So there's just so many things. You go through and how you could feel, you know, love football, mm-hmm. love it to death, won't change it for nothing. Um, but this is a unafford- unfortunate situation. And uh, I just want to just say, people, this is reasons like at the end of the day, you never know what anybody's going through. You never know what could happen to anybody. 
and be a good civilian. Be a good civilian to people. You don't know what people went through in life. One of them other situations, other than the military part of it with combat, mm -hmm. this was while I was boxing in the military, too. I had a teammate of mine, buddy of mine, Jesse Heacock. It's probably somewhere on the Internet that you could please still find it. End up getting knocked out and having brain injury. And since then, he's just been pretty much can't do nothing, paralyzed, brain injury, everything with the brain. Mm -hmm. And uh, that had me think of that. So, you know, that it brought a lot of emotion to me, had me think. But it's just like, yo, people just be good to people, all right? Yeah. Now, I don't want to bring everything down. With that being said, look, I'm still mad at the Eagles coaches. And Chris Sims? Far. Like, if, 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 if with the human nature and everybody knowing the world, you are 100% a sucker. With everything, y'all take care, gentlemen. Peace. There he right, is. Rios. We we know we know that could have went a whole lot of different ways there with Rios. On a regular day, yeah, I think Chris Sims yeah. gets it a little bit. Oh no, he definitely gets the full blast from Rios <laughs> on a regular day. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Rios actually held held he his did. composure he and did. I think he realized that yeah, if I go any further, this yeah, this is gonna get bleeped and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but. As you were saying earlier, Rios also it took him back to sure to his military days, mm -hmm. and it took him back to a lot of that stuff, man. And yeah, and and <laughs> it's uh it's a reason why I um you know when Rios calls up and we have any of our other uh, former military uh, people to call up and talk like like those people are the ones I look at like real heroes, man. Like, you know, we have fun with Rios or what have you, but no, that's he really did put his life on the line. Yep. Uh, for for our country. And so that we would have the ability to do the things that we do. Um and I don't mean to minimize or trivialize that by how we constantly compare what we do in, in a game of life and 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 sport being out there as it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. But it it can have the same reality on 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 folks. Sure. If an injury occurs, so it can have sort of that sort of impact on the people that's watching the game, and you do have those lasting the CT uh, injuries. Yeah, really all that stuff is real. So that that is definitely real. Yeah, yeah, because the the knees and the, the the things that a lot of players have to deal with while playing and then post-playing mm -hmm. with bad knees and backs or whatever. That's real. The CTE stuff, because we're seeing we're seeing former players dying at a young age, sure. committing suicide and stuff sure. like that. So it's real. Mm -hmm. Let's go to James. James is in Philly. Hi, James. How are you? Hey, how you guys going? Happy New Year to you guys. You too, James. Same to you, James. I've had – I have five heart failures, right, um, since 2003. I hope this guy make it through mentally. Um, I first want to talk about myself and what what. Um, oh man, I'm I'm just. That's all right. Um, this 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 young man, he's 24, and if he makes it, I'm being real. He's going to have heart damage. Mm. Um, I have a defibrillator in me, and it zapped me when it reached my heartbeat went 260 over 200. Right. 
I shouldn't be here now. Um, <clears throat> I hope and I pray that he have his mental faculties. Um, um, I have an idea what the NFL ought to do. Maybe you guys might think about after I present this idea where after week 18, the next day, all NFL players get a blood test to test your enzymes because if you have um, heart problems, uh, your heart will release enzymes into your right. bloodstream. Well, James, listen, I, I'm not, I'm not sure, and we're glad that you're okay and that you've mm-hmm. made it here. Uh, I, I don't, we, we don't know, we don't know medically what happened. We don't know if this was just a freak hit to the heart that was the mm-hmm. perfect storm that caused this. We don't know if there was some type of a pre-existing, pre-existing. condition that he didn't know. Right. We don't know if he's going to have permanent heart damage. I, I, I had said this. My dad suffered sudden cardiac arrest. My mother saved his life. Until until the the second alarmers got there and shocked the heart back and he mm-hmm. he ended up being okay. He hasn't had and he had no lasting effects. He didn't have heart damage. And and, and John, I didn't I didn't say this earlier because my heart was already heavy at the beginning of the show. I feel like I'm in a little bit better place to just share it. And I may have shared it with 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 you all at some point uh, in the past. But that's how I lost my father. Father died when I was three years old. He had a heart attack on a basketball court. Heart failure. He had a heart condition that he didn't know about and just passed out right there on the court. Now, this is talking about early 70s. Yeah. So, um, and I remember we, growing up, always had to make sure we got physicals, EKGs, all that, because they didn't know if it was hereditary right. or not, you know. And um, But, yeah, that stuff like that triggers you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Like, stuff like that triggers you and I know there there are plenty of people out there that have these type of heartbreaking encounters and, and with family members in life that we aren't as fortunate as some are like your mom being there with your My dad. dad is so fortunate um I heard several doctors say last night that um other than being in a hospital that was the best place an incident like that could have happened because of all the medical people that were there to get to him immediately. Like, I didn't even know about the stat you brought up earlier that 90% of cardiac arrest that happens outside of the hospital, you wind up, yeah, end up dying. So you think about that, if something had happened to where he's somewhere else and then you may not be able to get EMTs or what have you. It's, a, ma- it's a matter of minutes to save right. somebody's life. Right, so I, I, I think about that, man, and, and it's like, um, and I know we we will eventually go on because that's what we do as a society, right? We we this is the sort of I don't want to say grieving because the young man is still here, but this is a process we're going through right now, trying to deal with what we saw last night. And I think it hits with a lot of us because it lets you know how big the sport of football is in this country. That there had to be millions of people watching last night. Millions of people woke up this morning, heard this story. I know I wake up every morning. And I, I'm on, you know, I'm, I watch my news shows in the morning. And once it gets to 7, 7.30, they go into the daily shows. So you get today on. And that's the thing that they're leading with. Yep. So every every outlet is leading with this story from last night. No, last, I mean, CNN and Fox News were right. round the clock. That they, they kept going back to the hospital. I mean, it was the biggest story in, in the country. Yes. Even into today. Yes. 
So it's not it's even if you weren't watching last night or you aren't the biggest football fan, something like this happens and now everybody is paying attention. Yep. And and a lot of people relate whether it's yes. because of sons football mm-hmm. previous previous like my dad, right? Yep. Like your mom, your dad, everything yeah. else. It, it all connects, man. It is there's this there there's with that event last night, it it what it does is you feel connected in some way to what's going on out there. You feel so it's not as if you don't feel something. Yep. Right? Like we all felt something. Yeah, and it was the same like the sudden cardiac arrest, Hank Gathers. It was Right. We know here in Philadelphia, yeah, Hank I remember that as a teenager. What was that? 91 90, 90 I think. I remember that. Yeah, and that was and that's why now there's defibrillators at every. That's why they're they're as prepared at bath all, all sporting events, even think, high school events, to where if something happens, they can come out immediately and treat them. I think he may have been the first athlete that I like experienced that with, like an athlete dying. Yeah, no, it was it as was far traumatic. As, like yeah, like I remember there was that. a video yeah. of it. Yeah, he I went remember down, that man. Yeah, and like Loyola Marymount with, with Bo Kimball, they mm-hmm. were they were really good that year, but they they. They were in Philly. They played LaSalle. Mm. They might have played St. Joe's as well, but they played, I think they played LaSalle at the Civic Center where the game was like 150 to 140. There wasn't right. a lot of defense that was in uh, those teams. But Loyola like, used to run and gun. Yeah, yeah. but like they were, they were a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And Bo Kimball. Bo Kimball and Hank yeah. Gathers, Dobbins, yep. Dobbins Tech. Um, but like that's the reason why after that, it's like, no, you need to make sure you have defibrillators and you're prepared in case something happens like that because, unfortunately, Hank Gathers has cardiac arrest. They, they don't even know what's going on. There's no way to start his heart back up. He dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I just I'm, I met Bo Kimball this summer. Um, he golfed in, um, in Dalk's uh, tor- tournament. Yeah. I got a chance to meet Bo Kimball that, that night. Yeah. He, he golfed in that tournament with us. So. He's a yeah. good actor, too, Bo Kimball. Is he? He was, I think it was Heaven is a Playground he was in. I don't remember that. Yeah. It was a basketball movie. <laughs> yeah. A little bit better than Blue Chips, but it I was better would've... than Blue Chips? It was a be- it's cinematic. Oh, wow. I think. Really? It was, well, okay. Blue Chips is, if you watch it today, still a good watch. But <laughs> I mean, I like Blue Chips. I had never heard of the other one. Jack, Blue Chips, are you a fan? Is that a Shaq one? Yeah. Yes. And uh, Nick Nolte, <laughs> Pete Bell. Didn't see. I was more of a, uh, what was the other Shaq movie? Kazam? Yeah, it was a Kazam oh, guy. It, man. <laughs> Come on, nobody's, man. Nobody's watching. Come on, man. He's performing at the at CBP this summer. Yeah, I heard. Big Diesel. Do you <laughs> Diesel. do you think Shaq's still in touch with the Fushnickens, the uh, the rap group that he used to perform with? I don't even with? know if the Fushnickens are still in touch with each other. I would uh, probably. <laughs> so. Yeah, my, I, are they still around? I love the Fushnickens. Back was that in the a day. New York based group? Yeah, it was a New York based group. It, it was the the era of rap where yeah, where you were getting mostly East Coast stuff. Yeah, I didn't know where the hell Fushnickens I'm a true. Uh, they, they had two. They had two La songs. Shmoo. They had Lash Moves. We ain't got nothing to prove. And yep. I'm a true. What I'm a true Fushnick. I'm a true. What I am a true Fushnick. And then Shaq was on the next album, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember that song. You don't remember it? No, I don't remember that. Can one. we rock? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? I do remember that. And then Shaq had his one interlude. Well, he came in and he got the one verse to rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna go see him at CBP this summer? Diesel. <laughs> no. Why not? We know you'll be there, Jack. Oh, me and me and Big D's. Oh, <laughs> 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 relax over there. Yeah, relax over there. 
Jack, you shaved off your mustache as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't like it. Come on, man. Yeah, but we didn't even get a chance to use it on social media. That would have been a great way to get followers on Twitter and on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jack yeah, yeah. has a mustache. No, I think I would have been reported, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I would have been. This, there he is. I, I think so too. There he yeah. is. We got him. He certainly looked like somebody they want. Yeah, yep. from somewhere yep. from the '80s specifically. Yeah, <laughs> you look like a police officer. No, honestly, you had the you had the you had the, uh, the 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 cop mustache. No, I know. But I listen. I had some bad bad streaks. You know, and I had to shave it off to to get the mojo back. And I'm looking. They they are. I didn't realize Reggie Brown, former linebacker for the Lions, he needed CPR on the field. He stopped breathing. See, I didn't realize that. I don't. So when was when was this? Ninety seven. See, I don't remember that at all. I remember the injury. Yep, it was. Um, um, matter of fact, Hugh Hugh might have played in that game. I believe. Ninety seven. Yeah, Hugh got drafted in ninety five or ninety six. He was definitely Jets. in the league. Yeah. yeah. So Hugh probably was in that game. He was a Jet. Yeah. Was he? Yep. In that game with Reggie Brown, the linebacker from the uh, the Lions. Sort of got injured, and I didn't, I didn't, but I didn't realize that they had to give him CPR out there on the field. So there was a player, and I, I would have to pull it up, but it was, I believe it was back in the 60s. He was a Lions player, and he actually had a heart attack on the field. Mm. And there's a picture of Dick Butkus kind of like looking at him, and because yeah. he's just like, he's just like laying on the ground, and they transported him off the field. He died of a heart attack. And I mean, we're talking about 50 years ago. Sure. I don't know if any players knew that he was actually dead. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you don't know what's whatever. going on, yeah. But he didn't die from something that happened in the game. He just had a heart he attack had on the field. a heart attack, okay. Apparently, he's from Philly. He's he from Philly. Draft, he got drafted by the Eagles. Oh. Yeah, 1971. Yeah, I did not know that. But outside of that, I remember Dennis Bird. I remember Dennis Bird. He was paralyzed. Oh, no, I'm thinking of uh, Utley. He was a Jet. Who am I thinking my, of? My, Mike Utley, right? The, the line. Was he a line too? Yeah. Dennis Bird was a Jet. Dennis Bird was a Jet. I do remember that. Chuck Hughes is is um, Chuck Hughes was the player that 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 died on the field. And um, and I'm reading a story right here where his widow watched the was watching the game when he collapsed. Mm. And you had the the um, I remember Reggie Lewis from the Boston Celtics. And he and that was I think that was cardiac arrest as I well. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess we're fortunate that it hasn't happened more. Right, I guess, yeah. Because the, the one thing you always worry about in the NFL is someone snapping their neck. You break your neck, you can die. You hit, you sure. hit the wrong, wrong vertebrae, you die. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no one. This has never happened like this before with this type of an injury. It's, no. No, and, and again, you, you see it and you're like, okay, that didn't look as bad as it turned out to be. Right. It's a, Jack was he had brought up the, the Dale Earnhardt uh situation yep. with the car crash. And I, I, I can still see that crash in my head. Yep. And it's like, okay, I've seen twenty car crashes. It looks a hundred times worse than that. And no one ever died. And no one died. Yeah. But but that the way his head hit, it it like you know, I I hate using that term you use, but it, it's the only way I can describe it, the whole perfect storm yeah. sort of thing where you almost have to have the right amount of bad things come together for this to happen. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened with Dale Earnhardt too. Yeah, Mike Utley was uh it was Mike Utley. Mike Utley yeah. Lions. He was um so he's a paraplegic, so yeah. you can't he... I remember him because he was the one the, the first one up. did the thumbs up. Thumbs up for Utley. Yeah, I remember that. That was a nineties thing too, right? That was early nineties, I think. Ninety 90 yeah 90 yeah 90 yeah 90 or 91 man right there yeah my yeah, and my my dad as as he had that he had sudden cardiac arrest my my mom saved him 
Um, he also broke his neck in a car accident. He had one of those halos. He's got nine lives, my father, I swear. He had a halo on his head. And he survived uh, game one in Houston. I know he did. Yeah, they drilled holes into his head and put oh, that halo on his head. Dude, I completely forgot we were all hanging together in Houston for game one. When you said that about you, that didn't even cross my mind. What the hell is wrong with me? And you saw my mom last night. Yeah, I saw broke, mom last broke night. his ribs giving, uh, giving him CPR. Wow. You got some tough parents, man. Yeah, you're not kidding. What happened to me? <laughs> I didn't Two, say that. <laughs> Come on, man. 215-592-9494. <laughs> Marks and Reese, 215-592-9494. Five, five, yes, we're, we're, uh, we're doing a top five. I don't know. Five, Are five we ready Jack. for a top five and five? Um, I don't even know if I'm, I am. I'm so ready. Ready for Herb to call in and do it with Jack. <laughs> Top five five with Jack Fritz. What does he have in store for us today? We'll get to that. More of your phone calls, Eagles, and we'll give you the latest uh, with what's going on with Demar Hamlin coming up next. Marks and Reese on ninety four WIP. Hey, listen, if you're in pain, you don't have to go through another year with that knee pain, back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents. From your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. If you have shoulder pain, maybe it's excruciating hip pain. If you have arthritis of any kind, lingering pain from an injury, before you let them operate, before you get another cortisone shot, before you're taking pain pills, call QC Kinetics to see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you. The results are in, and people are raving about these treatments. It's the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as next week. Athletes have been doing this for years, including a notable athlete last year. Right, This is what athletes are doing. It's available to you right now through QC Kinetics. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Call them today, QC Kinetics, for a free consultation. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. Call them. 215-999-3000. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.